Today on the show, we're talking about Amazon Prime. Welcome to Simple Money Solutions Podcast, your path to financial independence through deliberate lifestyle choices. My name is Courtney, I'm your co-host, and today I'm joined with my co-host Trevor. And today on the show, we're talking about Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime, we've had a few write-ins, people asking us uh, maybe to do an episode on Amazon Prime. I've actually entertained the idea of getting Amazon Prime for a while and just sort of, I don't know if I've even been on the fence. I just didn't think it offered any value. So we did a bit of a deep dive into what Amazon offers in their Prime service and whether whether I think it would be useful for me and maybe listeners could relate. So in this episode today, we are touching on Prime's commonly known benefits, Prime's not so commonly known benefits, the problem with Prime, and we're going to wrap up the episode with with talking about when does Prime actually make sense. So you mentioned you don't have Amazon Prime, Trevor. Have you had any kind of service similar? Do you use anything similar? Are, are you an eBay user? Is there anything else that you use that is similar to Amazon Prime? So there is. So I, on and off, I've had a member, a membership with Audible, which is the audiobook provider and probably the biggest audiobook provider uh, out there today. This is not sponsored by Audible, just so you know. I'm a big fan of their service. I, I do consume a, a fair number of audiobooks. And uh it turns out I didn't realize this, but Audible's owned by Amazon, so who knew, right? But it's a membership fee, and the way it works is you pay fourteen ninety five a month, and that gives you one credit toward uh, one of the audiobooks on their website. So it's a membership, and I don't know. Membership is a. It really, it's not a membership. You're really buying for fourteen ninety five. You get one audiobook every month. So I don't even know if that. There is some small membership benefits that I, I don't utilize. So for me, I'm just paying fourteen ninety five for an audiobook once a month. So I don't even know if I call that a membership. There is, if there's any side benefits to having that, I, I don't know what they are and I don't use them. But I think Prime is a little more of a, a nuanced thing in that they there's a lot of stuff covered under the Prime umbrella. And we're going to get into the prime umbrella and, and what's covered under that because as you're digging through basically what Amazon Prime is you uncovered a lot of of not so commonly known things about it and we're going to talk about what exactly Amazon Prime is if, if for anyone who's been living under a rock but it's surprising to see that there are some kind of more hidden things that you think would become more apparent and I think most people, they think of Prime and they just think it's free shipping, right? That is the the upfront, you know, I'm getting Prime for the free shipping. That That's the, and here's the thing, whenever some company is selling me a membership, I'm suspicious. I don't know about you, but I get real suspicious. Oh yeah, you're, you're, the questions that run through my mind are what's the catch? How long am I locked into this? Am I actually going to use it? Like there's, there's all these questions. I'm with you. Well, in in life, the, the house generally wins. So that the in so in the economic g- sort of casino we live in, Amazon is the house. And if 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 you're betting that you're going to get more out of Amazon be, because you got Prime, you're going to get all this free shipping. Amazon has some other angle they're working where they are going to make enough money off you to cover the cost of that whatever money they're losing because you have a membership. And here's, here's a psychological thing that, so 
I read a, a book quite a while ago called Stumbling, Stumbling Upon Happiness by Daniel Kahneman. I, I might be pronouncing that wrong. But one of the things that stuck in my mind in that book, you know, whenever I read a, a self-improvement book or a psychological book, uh, there's usually one thing that just sticks in my mind forever. And this was his theory about uh, pre... So if, if you're getting primed for the free shipping, possibly all you're doing is prepaying your shipping costs. You know, this it's $79 a year. That's you prepaying the shipping. So and in, in this book, Stumbling on Happiness, the author... He maps out this elaborate thing that uh, what brings you happiness is it's not an experience, but it's the lasting memory. And the lasting memory is built on your last interaction with something. So if you think of when you buy something on Amazon, the last thing you see, and you, it doesn't even get calculated until you're just about done to place your order, is the shipping costs, right? That's the last thing you see. So if your experience was Amazon, your lasting experience, your lasting memory with Amazon, your interaction with that company was, holy crap, I didn't think it was going to cost 10 bucks to ship, right? If that's, if that's your lasting memory, then it's, it's a negative experience. So Amazon, and just think, so if you prepaid your shipping and you bought Amazon Prime, the last thing you're going to see is, oh, and shipping's free, awesome. You know, you, that, so your lasting memory with if, if that one interaction or experience with Amazon was positive, you're coming back for more every time. That's such a great point. And it really speaks volumes to how incredible the whole Amazon company is. And I mean, I think everything they touch it is, is pure gold from Audible and Whole Foods is owned by Amazon as well. So that kind of leads me to my next question. I mean, if Amazon, this super successful, super, they're just, they're just basically ruling, ruling the world. If that company has, has, thinks that Amazon prime is a good idea or has caught on, do you feel, are you feeling FOMO from that? Are you, are you thinking that maybe, you know what, maybe, maybe this is the thing that I should be doing? Is that, is that a thought? Well, see, I'm, I, I'm always hesitant to get on the the bandwagon of that everybody else is getting on. I, I, I'm a, I, I have, I look at things with a critical eye and I look at prime. If I'm giving you $79 a year and I'm getting free shipping, there's you're, you're working some angle on me. Again, I, I, I hate to be a look at everything through a critical eye, but that's just my nature. I, I just think that, I, I really don't like the idea of paying for the right to shop at your store. Costco is the, the epitome of that, right? You can't even go in their store unless you've paid them $65 to become a member of their exclusive club just for the right to shop in their store. The idea that I have to pay Amazon to get a, sort of extra privileges to shop in their store, I, I, I kind of have just in principle a problem with that. No, I agree with you there. And, but the thing is, I think with that is we, there's the perceived benefits that you receive over the costs of, of what that is. So, I mean, for a lot of individuals, and I actually have the stats, I pulled up the stats here on how many individuals have Amazon Prime. This never going to, sh- it's not actually going to shock you, but it's, it's big. So as, this is as of 2019, so January 2019, so a year ago, more than 100 million people have access to Amazon Prime benefits as of 2019 
And this translate to, translate to 60% of Amazon customers um, getting access to these, these Amazon Prime perks. So it's only 62%. I can believe it because, well, I, I personally, I, I can think of like maybe three people I know that don't have Amazon Prime. And that doesn't count me. Like, like I, I, okay, maybe I, maybe I know 10 people, 10 people total that, that, okay. So I'm trying to think of my family here. Uh, most of my family doesn't have prime, but my parents have it. My, most of my coworkers have it. A friend of mine has it. So I'm just going through my head. And I, I, I think in my circle, it's probably closer to 80% of the people I know have Amazon prime. And again, this is last year's stats, so I definitely could imagine that it has uh, risen as well, the percentage of people who uh, do have it. So here's a little breakdown on the cost of Prime. So I, this is Canadian because we're, we're in Canada. So it's Prime costs seven ninety nine a month. Uh, you, If you're a new customer, you get one month free, or you can pay for it on a yearly basis for $79 a month, which works out to $6.58 per month. So it, it's not outrageously expensive it's 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 affordable but i'm concerned with having amazon prime is it going to alter your behavior from a behavioral economic standpoint is having prime going to change how you spend your money that's to me it's the cost of prime is it's it bothers me but it's is Am I going to be doing things like I, I need to buy it on Prime? I need to utilize my membership. I have to make sure I get my $79 worth out of Prime. Or is it, so here's, if with with Amazon, if you order something, I think it's under $35, you have to pay for shipping. Is that right? Um, I think it varies. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I, I honestly I, don't order enough of Amazon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's $35. So if you over, over anything over $35, you can get free shipping, but it's it's not expedited shipping. It, it it's I think f- five to eight business days. Uh, so, but if you had Prime, even if you order something for two dollars, it's free shipping. So, you might be you've kind of removed some transaction friction there. So you you may be quicker to buy things knowing it's going to ship for free. So, when I say is Prime going to alter your your behavior in in how you spend your money, that's a concern for me. No, and that's, I think, the huge million-dollar question of this episode is, is that right there? But in the same breath, and maybe we'll talk about this as we go into the show, is not having Amazon Prime altering your spending habits when you do utilize Amazon. Are you meeting that minimum $35 shipping just so you don't have to pay it? True. You know, a lot of times I look at a book and it's $29.99 for the book. And the, 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 if you order it, the shipping's going to be like 8 bucks or something crazy like that. And so you're, you're all of a sudden looking, okay, what can I order for, you know, another five bucks or or $6 that, that I actually need. And then you end up buying something for, you know, another something for $30. And before you know, you've spent more money than you'd planned. So that, that, that $35 free shipping plateau definitely alters your, your mindset in shopping. So, but it creates a bit of friction. It makes you think about, so what I typically do is I, if I see something I, I want, like say it's a book, and I put it in my Amazon cart, then I just leave it there. I, there isn't a book in the world that I need tomorrow. So I, I just put it there. And this is assume I can't get it in my library. Like I'll go through other avenues, but I'll put it in my cart. And then, um, you know, if after a month I still haven't come up with something else to to fill out that, that order, um, 
I, that's never happened actually. So, so, so I, I don't know. I've always managed to find a Bluetooth earbuds or something I can throw <laughs> in there to, to complete the order and make it free shipping. But you're right. It, it, my, my, my purchasing is altered because of that $35 plateau. Maybe Amazon Prime would, would change that. Maybe I would only buy the things I, I truly wanted or needed. So that is one way of looking at it. So, I mean, this is a really kind of probably more nuanced question than a, than a single sentence. But before we do move on to talking about uh, the commonly, commonly known benefits of Prime, is that is your concern about how Prime would alter your spending habits? Is that your kind of main primary concern and maybe the reservation next to kind of being questioned, questioning yourself that why everyone else has is that is those are the kind of the the big two reasons why you haven't got prime so far well mostly i don't want to follow the masses i don't want to follow society as a whole and just do what they're doing i, I assume most of society is is spending their money unwisely and I, I and most of society has amazon prime so i don't want to be in that run in that circle i don't i don't want to follow the herd, right? So I, I like to be different. I, I really challenge societal beliefs. And so if society's all in on prime, I'm in, and I, I'm thinking there's something there that, that I'm missing. Like it, it's, it's, I don't like to follow the masses. So I, I'm, I almost take it as a badge of honor that I don't have prime. I, I, it, to me, it's like, I, I'm, well, we're going to find out if I change my mind, but I don't have a Costco membership because everybody I know has one. And, and I think I see people buy things that they don't need and they buy it just because it's at Costco. Like I, I don't really, so that's the main reason I, I don't do it. I just wanted to say a thing about Amazon. We, I, I think it's worth talking about Amazon because I think they're a significant retailer in our society. And I'm going to give you a little history thing here. So way back if people remember the company, it's a re, uh, retail store called Eaton's. Do you remember that one, Courtney? I heard of it. <laughs> In the history books, right? So yes. Eaton's was this foundation retailer that had been around forever. In fact, there's, this, there's a mall in Toronto called the Eaton Center. And there's a lot of people don't even know why it's called the Eaton Center. It's because Eaton's used to be in there, but it doesn't exist anymore. I'm pretty sure they still call it the Eaton Center. But anyway, it was uh, Timothy Eaton started this chain of stores. And people would work there and they, they made, they earned such a living they could raise a family working at Eaton's. If somebody said, hey, this guy works at Eaton's, you'd, you'd be envious. You know, that's a good job. You work at Eaton's. Sears used to be the same way. Now, you must remember Sears. Yes. Yes. And those two stores were killed by Walmart. Walmart destroyed those two stores. I remember being in a Sears, looking at something and saying, okay, this thing cost a hundred bucks here. I wonder how much it is at Walmart. That was my, my benchmark, right? It, it, I want, I, I'm overpaying. Like I don't want to overpay for this toaster. I wonder how much is it at Walmart? That would be something I'd, I would always ask myself. And I said, well, the next time I'm at Walmart, I'll check. And I just assume buy it at Sears, but if it's cheaper at Walmart, I'll have to get it at Walmart. Well, now, whenever I'm looking at something in a store, the first thing I say is, I wonder how much it is at Amazon. So just know that Eaton's and Sears are out of business and they were put out of business by Walmart. I believe Walmart one day will be put out of business unless they can get into the e-commerce business. They will go to business because of Amazon. That is, that's a theory. So I believe Amazon is, 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 is going to have like a Walmart effect on, on our 
economy, like without question, they are going to, they're going to put companies out of business. Oh, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that's the direction it goes. And you see a lot of companies like Walmart, while they do offer e-commerce options, it's definitely not as sophisticated as Amazon. But right now you're seeing companies like Loblaws and Walmart creating value add experiences for the customers because that's what they are demanding. Customers want things delivered right to their house. So you see that with Walmart and Loblaws, the click and collect program where groceries are essentially delivered to your car. So unless, unless companies are taking up that really that approach I think I do agree with you Trevor it there those those physical stores might eventually die out so I do want to move on now to talking about Prime's commonly known benefits and if you're not a Prime user maybe these will still be uncommonly known but these are generally the ones that are pretty are pretty much we're all aware of generally whether you have Prime or not. So there are five that Trevor has identified. The first one is, of course, free same-day shipping. So free same-day shipping, it, it sounds crazy, right? It, 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 and it really depends on where you live. It, it, it says in Canada, it's it's available in 32 cities and towns across the country. So I'm guessing it's the metropolitan areas. It's probably wherever a an Amazon distribution center currently exists or you know within a a few hours drive those are the ones that are going to be covered in the same day now I live I'm going to guess not in one of those 32 cities or towns I, I'm, I'm pretty far I'm out I don't know an hour and a half away from Toronto I, I'm thinking I'm outside of that area but I know my parents have ordered something and it, it probably depends on the time of day you order and the day you order but they order something at, at like six o'clock in the morning, my mother placed an order and she got her delivery in, in some, some of that, f- that far away from Toronto at eight o'clock at night. So she got same day delivery. And I, I, I'm sure if she, if she would have placed her order at noon, that wouldn't be the case. But, uh, this same day delivery, this is something that is the Amazon is starting to deliver their own packages. I don't know if anyone's noticed that I've re- read an article about that. And they're gonna, they're kind of developing their own delivery fleet, and they're gonna have more control over it. So I think the same day delivery thing is gonna be more and more commonplace. So this, this is, this is only gonna get better as Amazon develops their own delivery fleet, their their own fleet of. In fact, apparently there is. If you think of the courier companies, there's enough business. If once Amazon has completely filled out their delivery fleet it is going to put one of the major courier companies out of business. I read this on the internet, so I know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently there's that much business with Amazon that that it's it's one whole courier. Like, they probably divide it up amongst all the courier companies, but there's one whole courier company worth of business coming out of Amazon. So that that's how, many, how much business is, how much delivery they're doing. So I, I think um, this same day delivery if you're currently, if you're getting it now, it's just going to get better. And if you currently don't get it, it's on its way. It's, it's going to be available to everybody except the most remote locations in the country. I, I, I think this is a benefit that you you can count on. This isn't going anywhere. And I mean, the benefits to this specific, even just shipping to your home in general, it's it's obviously advantageous for individuals who with mobility issues or or just just those days you just want to leave your house so those are kind of I think what speaks volumes to that I do want to touch on 
the the example with with your mother where she ordered something at 6 a.m it arrived by 8 p.m I can imagine the first time you do that, there's probably a lot of novelty to that. I, If you could kind of shine light on maybe how long she has had Amazon Prime and if you feel that that novelty has worn away. No, it's actually, it's it's fueled her. She's trying to figure out just when to place an order. So oh she loves gosh. the same day. So it is it has motivated her that it is, is it the item she purchased? Is it the time she placed the order? She's... She's got things in in less than forty eight hours, countless times. So it's this, and I think this is you know if you're ordering like Bluetooth earbuds, <laughs> I don't think it matters if they come the same day. But if you're ordering some sort of consumable product, something Toilet you're paper. consuming, okay, that, that one <laughs> that's got to come today, man. <laughs> you know, I, I had chili for supper last night. I need that toilet paper to come like same day. No, but if it's a consumable product, same day could could be important right it's so it's i think that same day if this is something with prime and same day is an option and you live in one of those metropolitan areas like you said it, it could be you just don't want to go out or you just you want the convenience so uh, when you when you brought up that that kind of trying to understand the system example i mean it no longer is it actually about the item that you're ordering it's more just trying to celebrate the fact that you're figuring out the the free day one day shipping thing so that's a little bit dangerous it's a dangerous sass in slippery slope to fall down but wow well and this this um you know anyone who shopped on amazon it's it's one click buy you know there's a button it's a one click have you ever seen that oh one? yeah it's too it's too easy it's too and easy that, to just, just slip your mouse and you've, you know, you've, you've ordered something a one click and same day shipping. I mean, that's that could be very addictive. Oh yeah, definitely. And there's, there's nothing more exciting than getting something delivered, like in a package, and and the excitement of opening it. You, you know what I mean? You can get caught up in that in a in like whenever I've ordered something, I'm when I get the email or whatever that has been delivered. I, I'm at work. I'm super excited to go home and you know open that. It, it feels like a gift has arrived, even though I paid for it myself. No, and and Amazon obviously knows that they have they they know that they hundred percent know that. So the second commonly known benefit, you of- know, I just, I just want to go back. I know we're only the first one; it's taken a while. But way back in the day, before the internet existed, there was a thing called mail order, and so this Ooh, is where you. Would, I've heard of this in history books. Yes, so this is where you would maybe out of a catalog or a magazine or something, you would you would order something and you'd you'd fill out this card or whatever and you'd put that in the mailbox and then that would get mailed to the company they would receive it and they would fulfill your order and they'd put whatever you ordered like say it was a book in the mail and would come to you this whole thing would take like a month maybe longer to unfold right so the mail order thing was a very long drawn out process and anyone who's who remembers doing that Amazon looks like 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 the Jetsons. It looks like Space Age. You know, if you went so I think my parents went from thinking mail order to buying something on Amazon, uh that trans that that seemed like just space age to them. Like it seemed so futuristic. And the the turnaround was so fast. So they were thinking mail order, not one click, same day delivery. Oh, and, and that's a fabulous point. And and with that generation being such a large generation in today's time. I mean, 
Amazon is definitely capitalizing on that novelty element, I'm sure. So the second commonly known benefit is the free two-day shipping. So maybe for any non-Prime users, can you kind of decipher the the difference between the free-day shipping and the two free two-day shipping and maybe how, when, and why they would apply? So when you order something and you don't have Prime, and you do, you're, you're above the $35 plateau, so it, it qualifies for free shipping. The, what they offer is five to eight days delivery, which that, that's a, in today's age, that's a long time. Now, historically for me, it, it's always come in a couple of days, but Amazon would reserve the right. And if, if they wanted to really incentivize you to get Prime, they might drag it out and get it to you in five days, maybe not eight, but they would drag it out. But the the two day shipping, even if it's over thirty five dollars, if you don't have Prime, that that costs. There's there's a fee to that. But I'm saying historically, the things I ordered. So if you're ordering something from Amazon, and in the description it'll say whether it ships from Amazon's warehouse or if it ships from the some other location, like the the original manufacturer. Maybe it ships from their location. So if it ships from Amazon's warehouse, it, it tends to come in fairly quickly. But you 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 could end up waiting a week. So um, you can't get free two-day shipping without Prime. So this is a, a legit feature. I, I don't think it comes any faster than two days. Like I, so having Prime won't get you any any added benefit. And, and certain things qualify for same-day shipping. And, and then other things, they qualify for two-day shipping. So it, it depends on the product you're ordering. It's not like you can choose same-day shipping for something that they don't offer same day shipping on. So it's, it, but that's the difference between having Prime and not having Prime is free two day shipping is not even a choice without Prime. That's, uh, no, and I mean, that makes your product arrive faster. And I do have a question for you because you kind of raised the point that um, you could, Amazon pretend in theory, you could maybe hold on to your product. To, to kind of entice you to get Amazon Prime to get it there faster. Have you actually noticed, has there ever been any instances or even your whole user experience when you're on Amazon, have you noticed anything that kind of encourages you in that direction or maybe any kind of negative drawbacks to not having Prime from, from just from that standpoint? No, all my Bluetooth earbuds <laughs> seem to arrive <laughs> within a, a, a very short period of time. No, a, anything I've ordered... So long as it's coming from, it'll say fulfilled by Amazon in the description. And so long as it's fulfilled by Amazon, it seems to come in sometime in the week that I ordered it. So unless I place the order on like a Thursday or Friday, if I place the order on a Wednesday, I normally I would get it by Friday. So that, that that's the, I, I'm, I have not seen, but I've never, I've never had Prime. So I don't know if that's a faster turnaround, right? Maybe if you have Prime, it, it shows up even faster. So not having had it, I can't speak to if if there's an a, an accelerated delivery schedule for Prime members. No, that's fair. So I do want to talk about the third, fourth, and fifth Prime commonly known benefits. And these all have to do with the other elements of Prime and maybe the other benefits. So I'll list them all and we'll go through them. So there are is Prime Video, Prime Music, and Prime Reading. Let's start with talking about Prime Video. So anybody who was at the the beginning of Netflix, when Netflix first came out, I I was on that train. I, I was when Netflix used to be this actually this 
DVD mail order thing. So they'd actually, they'd, they'd mail you DVDs and then you'd watch them and then you'd put them back in the package that came in, you mailed them back to Netflix and they'd send you some new ones. So is it just a revolving over DVDs? As soon as they switched to streaming video, the first, when they first did that, I was on that ride. I was, I was one, I was like the second Netflix subscriber. I don't know if I was, but it felt like it when they first started streaming video and it was terrible. <laughs> it was every old movie is all they had was old movies and all they had was bad old movies. Like they weren't even good. They were, they took all the worst movies and said, let's put these on our site. <laughs> and even if it was a, an old movie that was good, it wasn't on there. It was just terrible service. So, and when I, when I look at what's available on prime and again, I don't have it, so I can't speak to, I've looked at my parents prime. I've sort of browsed theirs and there's a few, what I call prime, uh, prime originals. It's kind of like a Netflix original, but it's, it's prime's version. So it's, I guess they have exclusive rights to certain productions. Uh, none of them really appeal to me. I, I'm not a big TV guy anyway, but they have got a lot of bad old movies and TV shows. Like really old stuff and really bad stuff. And uh, it, it just, it kind of smells like Netflix did at the beginning, right? And so when I look at it, I, I'm not excited about their service. It, it, I imagine it will get better. I, I can't imagine, actually, I don't think it will get better. It's not like they're trying to build a, 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 a subscriber base, right? It's like when Netflix started, they, didn't, they barely had any subscribers. So they barely had any money to make productions and, and buy content, right? But Amazon can't say that. They, they have 100 million subscribers to Prime. So what's their reason for not having a better selection? They, I, I, I'm going to say they don't have a reason. No, I, I agree with that. And especially because video is not their kind of main focus as is Netflix. So I do agree with you. I don't, it probably won't. It's, it's not the reason people are signing up for Prime. It's, it's just kind of the sideshow. But I think... It, 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 that's just it. If it's a sideshow, like why not make it a legit thing? And people would be buying Prime for the video. And oh, by the way, I get free shipping. You know, r- right now people are buying Prime for the free shipping. And oh, by the way, you get this video. Why not? Amazon has the the the. I'm guessing the money to to build this into something bigger. But now, in saying that, my uh, Netflix subscription is like twelve or thirteen dollars a month, and this is this is half that. So, but. I, I think they probably got more, well, I, 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 I'm not looking at their income statement, so who knows, but I, I just think they could do a better job of this. They're, they're really, they, they're in a way, they're tarnishing the prime brand by including this, I'm going to say, subpar video service with it. No, I, I do, I agree with that. And I mean, Amazon is this almighty, super powerful corporation and, and realistically they could, they could, if, if I'm sure if they put the resources into it, maybe become or become greater of what Netflix is in, in theory, in theory. But I mean, they could, I don't want to say take over the world, but they could really, I'm sure, just kind of blow Netflix out of the water. So I do agree with you. I mean, and if that was the case, Trevor, you might, if, if Prime Video if it took over Netflix, I'm sure you would be there. I'm sure you would be an Amazon Prime member member if, if that happened. I 100% would. But, you know, if you could argue and saying, okay, video is not Amazon's business. So why, why, why should they be good at it? I'm saying Amazon, they tend, whatever they do, they tend to do well. 
Exactly. And that's, they've built a brand on it. And I think they're really tarnishing their brand, at least in Canada, with Amazon video, from what I've seen of it. I, 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 I suspect they have the resources to, to do this right. And it just, what I've seen, I, I don't think they've done it right. And I mean, if they are anything like Netflix, look at Netflix now to where it was. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I am wanting to see where it does evolve to in, in that sense. I want to move on now to, though to talking about music, prime music. So how is this, how, do, how does this stand and hold up from, from what you've experienced or, or seen? So I've looked at their music and again, my, my mother has, my parents have Amazon Prime. So I've looked at the, their my, my mother actually uses the music app and she downloads songs to her phone and she, she streams their music and it, it she, it, it looks okay. It, the, the app is, works well. I, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's decent, but it's not, it, I don't think it's, it's scaling well because if you think of something like Spotify, the, the exclusive music service, and you think of how Spotify comes up with the next song you should listen to. And that's kind of based on the, there's so many people listening to Spotify and when they listen to this song, then uh, a whole bunch of people then listen to this next song. So then when they're putting together a, a music playlist or a, a streaming sort of station, they have this huge database of how people have historically consumed these songs and that's how and they had a good experience, and that's how they're going to feed it to you. So I don't think Amazon has the scale in their music part of their business that they can compete at, at a level of a Spotify so I, or even an Apple Music. So it, all the songs appear to be there. You just have to, for the most part, go get them, right? That, that, that's been my observation. And my mother's tried... Uh, putting together sort of a streaming playlist and she often is frustrated with the next song that comes up. She didn't like it. So I, I got to think at, at some level it's not working for her. She's not familiar with Spotify. She doesn't understand uh, a better option exists or, or what that service might look like. So sh- she's not disappointed in what she's getting because I don't think she's aware of how good it can be. So it, uh they're, all the songs are there. You can download them. You can play them. I mean, if that's what you're looking for, it's probably going to fit the bill, but I don't think it's going to compete with, with an Apple Music or a Spotify service. But just like back in the day when I was convinced a Facebook Messenger would never, ever be what MSN Messenger was, it has since obviously taken over. Facebook Facebook Messenger has taken over. So uh, hearing, hearing that, I mean... Uh, I, I'm still as as like the video feature. I'm I I'm convinced that there could be an evolution of what Prime Music is. Well, I think if they had enough users to enhance the service, like like I think it's the the scaling of of Apple Music and Spotify that create those streaming stations that that you you tend to just love the next song that comes up, and I I think it could get there if they could you know, I don't know, draw in more, more people. I, I, I'm not sure how that evolves. I, I, you almost have to become a, a Apple music and a Spotify killer to, to, to do that. So, uh, it, it's a decent service. I, I'm, I'm like, it, it's meeting a lot of people's needs, I'm guessing. So I, it's, it's not, it's not a bad service. It's, it, 
all the good songs are there from my perspective. It's not like the Amazon uh, Prime Video where they're not there. The content is in Prime Music. It's there. You just have to go get it. So it's it's meeting the need. It's fitting the bill. I, I think it's okay. I, I want to ask a kind of a tangent of a question right now, but do you think that there is appeal f- for individuals to have all of the things? And and by that, I mean, do you think there's appeal for individuals to have Spotify and Amazon and iTunes music? Do, like, do you think, do you think that is the appeal kind of spreading yourself out and having all the options is that more appealing than Amazon Prime becoming this massive one-stop shop for everything? And I'm asking this before we even get to the Prime reading uh, benefit as well. I, I don't see any, like you're suggesting somebody have all the music services, a single person? Well, I, I'm suggesting, do you think Do you think if Prime did a really good job at everything, do you think people would even want that when inherently sometimes we're more attracted to having options and, and kind of a plethora of of things at our fingertips like does that even appeal to the human uh the kind of the 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 idea of having everything under one roof oddly enough i think people separate music i know i do is is music is this kind of this separate thing on an island that is is cherished at a whole other level it's it's enjoyed uh as a group it's enjoyed from an individual standpoint i i think it's it's all alone i i don't think bundling this makes anyone's life easier or like it's people are will go through effort to enjoy music their way so even if prime music got as good as spotify and and prime video became i mean as as amazing as netflix do you think people would still want to have these alternative independent options at 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 hand and and therefore they wouldn't there wouldn't become just kind of the, the one single amazon prime go-to option it would only be from a cost standpoint, I believe. Like if you, if you would say, well, I already have Amazon uh, Prime Music, so why, why would I pay for Spotify? But a lot of people don't even know they're paying for Prime Music or, or maybe they don't even feel like they're paying for Prime Music. It's just a throw-in and they're getting free shipping and they, it's just a side thing they're not even using. So the, this Prime Music, if maybe you you want to be no, like deliberately paying for a music service so maybe Prime, you don't even feel like you own a music service. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's this it, this it's this throw-in, and it, it's kind of it's kind of devalued the music, the the Prime music and the Prime video because they're just they're just tossing them in. They so the the Prime member maybe doesn't even see the value in it because it's just a throw-in. Or the Prime member f- feels that maybe that seven ninety nine is justified because in theory they have access to all of these these things that in, in reality they may never use. So I, I do want to move on to talking about prime reading. This is the last uh, commonly known benefit of prime. So this is one, if you own a Kindle or you have the Kindle app on any of your devices, you can get um, certain books. There's just, I, I'm going to say that I think they say there's hundreds of thousands of books that you can get and you can just read them and, when you're done, you delete them. So, so long you have a Prime membership, you could download this same book, you know, ten thousand times if you wanted to, and read it or delete it and download it again. But my observation was, none of the bestsellers are included in this Prime reading, or none of the bestsellers I want to read were included in Prime reading, and they, they were, 
I, I guess so long you're not reading off the bestseller list or super popular books, then this this service appears to be there. I, now, I own a Kindle. I enjoy reading on any reader. But you know what I wish was included in here is Audible. Now, if, I was thinking that. I was wondering. It, it, oddly enough, so for me, if there was a sixth item on this list and it was Audible, audiobooks were included, I would 100% have Prime. Like, I mean, I there, there would be, I, I would, like, okay, it's $14.95 a month for Audible. At $7.99, I, I would be getting it at half price practically. And I'd get all these other benefits. So I would be all in if they included, and I, I say Audible in that an audiobook is consuming a book just, just the same as reading one. I would be 100% in. So th- that's that's a service I, I wish they would include. In fact, if you type that into Google, uh, there's about a million other people who have asked the same question. Like, I'm not alone saying, you know, is Audible included in Prime? And there's a whole bunch of no's out there. And and sure enough, it's not. Now, there is some audiobooks. I think we're going to actually get to this later. But there is there's apparently some audiobooks that are included in Audible. But it's kind of like the prime reading. They're the ones you don't want or the ones you're probably not interested in. So it's it's some obscure titles. So, it, it, But that's a service I wish was included because that, that would sway me. No, for you as such a, a, a consumable audio, I believe that. So I, on that note, I do want to move on now to talking about the seven not so commonly known benefits. And after we list all seven, if there are any other additional benefits that you experience or that you know are available through Prime that we missed, we, I, we'd love to hear about them to kind of help us in, in deciding if Prime is worthwhile for, for us as well, because maybe there's a benefit that it would kind of make make or break it for us. So on that note, number one, the first not so commonly known benefit is that you have early access to lightning deals. So anyone's ever seen a lightning deal on Amazon, it's this, uh, you, it, it's something that's on sale and it's dramatically on sale. It's not like 10% off. It's usually like 65% off, but it's only on sale for, and there's like a, there's a countdown timer and it's, it's only on sale for so many hours. So talk about, uh, artificially creating scarcity or demand if for no particular reason, this thing is on sale for the next two hours at 65% off. They're just playing on your emotions. But with prime, you get to, you would get to see, I'm, I'm guessing cause I don't have it just say everyone else gets this two hour window on these lightning deals. The prime members maybe get like a, you know, a four hour window to these lightning deals. So they have more time to ponder or look at these lightning deals and decide whether it's for them or not. So uh, I've actually bought something on on a lightning deal and I just happened to be looking at it and and going to buy it when it was on sale. So that's how I knew how a lightning deal worked likely story <laughs> but too convenient yeah so but it, it's it's a uh, it's a feature it's something i mean if you're shopping if you can put things as sort of on a watch list i think on amazon or your favorites and you can check them every day to see if there's a sale so if, if you're shopping say it's around christmas time and you're doing some shopping and there might be a lightning deal so that, that's how a lightning deal works and you get early access to it as a prime member so that 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 is a legit benefit 
So I, I've actually never heard of lightning deals, so I'm, I feel enlightened, but it sounds like I'm just hearing you talk about it and it sounds like Costco and Canadian Tire just melded together and, and created a lightning deal like that because that's what it, it feels like to me. And I, were you, so when you, when you saw that lightning deal, was it, did it entice you to buy it even more so or you were actually kind of there to buy it in the first place? I, I was there to buy it anyway and I just happened to see this this timer counting down, I got what you know, it seemed struck me as odd. So I, I looked into it and realized it was a lightning deal and 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 so it just coincidentally worked out for me. I don't think I'd fall victim to lightning deals. I like I'm not a I'm not a fan, but of it, I'm not a it's marketing, right? And I'm not a fan of being marketed to. Yeah, no, definitely. So so that's the first not so commonly known benefit one we may accidentally fall into as like Trevor. This second one is Amazon photo storage. Now I just want to say these these not so commonly known benefits, I, I think they're they're the things that make me not like Prime. These are the things that turn me off. So I just before so Amazon photo storage. So this is just some online storage and five gigabytes really? <laughs> Five gigabytes. I mean, with a with a Google Drive account, you get fifteen gigabytes, and Dropbox I think is ten. But five gigabytes, like that's you can get five gigabytes for all day long for free. Like I can get I can open a Google Drive account, you know, five days a week and get fifteen gigabytes every day. Like I think five gigabytes is kind of cheap. So, but the what I will say is the Amazon Photos app you can get is really slick, and it, it's it's a nice way to to peruse your pictures. So I will say that the app is nice. the uh, The five gigabytes is kind of cheap. Again, it's it's kind of like Amazon trying to be a little bit of everyone and be a little bit of maybe Google, be a little bit of. Spotify. So again, I think this is just their little in, but I, I do agree with you. It's definitely not the make or break it benefit. The third not so commonly known benefit or maybe more commonly known um, as I think was pretty popular last year was Prime Days. So Prime Days is kind of like Black Friday. I'm not exactly sure when it happens. Do you know? It's, it's, it's a right. I think it's right around Black Friday. I thought it was in July. Oh, I thought it was in the July. summer. Wow, we maybe are it so... Okay, maybe it happens a couple of times a year. I don't know. But Prime Days is, there's. I think it's like two or three days and there's just stuff goes insanely on sale. Like, I mean, they're just like 50% off, 60% off and only Prime members can see it. So I have no idea what Prime Days looks like because I've never been a Prime member. But I hear people say, you know, they'll be going on and on about all the things they bought on Prime Day. And uh, so it... it People I work with, I'll hear them say that, and they uh, wake up early <laughs> to uh, on Prime Day to go shopping on their computer. So Prime Day is like Black Friday. So I, I and it dis- is, it is in July. July, it was on July fifteenth and sixteenth okay. last year. So you are completely right. So I despise anything like this. So this, this is again something that make me not want to be a Prime member because this is the black hat marketing that I just, I, I I'm. This is goes against everything I stand for. So, being marketed to, so Prime, this this artificial scarcity they're creating. You know, they they want to create a frenzy on 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 one or two days of the year to to play on people people's weaknesses. So, I I I hate the idea of Prime Days. 
And I mean, we're talking about it pretty negatively right now, but for some, it could definitely serve as an advantage for sure. The fourth not so commonly known benefit are prime channels. I'm curious to hear what this is. So this is something beyond prime video, but this is something you have to pay for. So if you are a prime member, you get the extra privilege to being able to buy, <laughs> to spend a little bit more money. So first you have to be a prime member. And then once, if you're a prime member, you can pay for live and on-demand TV channels that you would, I guess, watch through your Prime Video app. And some of them are called Stars, uh, Hey You and MGM. I have no idea. I, I, I looked at this one. This Hey You is a um, uh, a reality TV uh, station. So all they do is 24 hours a day reality TV shows. So like The Bachelor. I mean, that isn't one of them. But, you know, those kind of shows... And that's all that that's all their, their their whole model is that. So, but you have to pay like three or four dollars a month to have these these additional stations as part of your Prime Video package. But 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 it's live and on demand. So it's which if that appeals to you, that's that's a, a feature. Obviously, these are I, MGM. I, I'm thinking those are movies like MGM Studios. Uh, I again, I I didn't look to see what kind of content that was available. I have more than enough uh, TV viewing available to me. I, like So in Canada, we have CBC. We can watch all of that for free. And I have Netflix. Wow, I can't watch. You know, the, I'll never watch everything there is to watch on there. And I, I already feel like I watch more TV than I should. So I, I would never pay additional money for channels. But just for the record, I think one of my daughters has Hey You TV because I heard her talk about some sort of uh, reality TV show. And I said, oh, where did you see that? And she goes, oh, you don't have it. And so she must know somebody who does. So, but uh, this is, if this is something you're interested in, it, it sounds like it's cheaper than a cable package. So you could get live TV and not have to pay for cable TV package. And and that's one thing I kind of wanted to just quickly touch on is that I, it because of the kind of the subpar side services, it sounds like, I mean, if, if it sounds like I don't, I don't, I just can't imagine anyone ever just getting Amazon and just Amazon and that's it. Like the, nothing else, just, just prime. And, and that's all because I mean, there's not, it's not quite in- inclusive and encompassing as I think we would like. So I think that's just another kind of note that, that, that kind of reoccurring pattern as we talk about the, through this episode. And, and you know, their video service is so bad that in my opinion that they should have added these things to it to try to enhance it not not add these things to it at an additional cost yes you know what I yes mean? like their service is already bad so th- there's already something else there they could do to enhance a service and they're 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 wanting to squeeze a little bit more money out of you that that just seems oh, for wrong. sure so we have three more not so commonly known benefits left. The num- the five of seven is Amazon family subscriptions. So this looks like if you, so the example I saw is you can save up to 20% on diapers and baby food. Well, I don't need those things anymore, but people who that do, but it sounds like if you, if you, you can buy things on Amazon as a subscription, meaning you need diapers to be de- delivered, you know, twice a week. So you can, you can buy something on Amazon and set a frequency to reorder it. And so that's called a subscription. So if you have a subscription to any 
you know, products on that that are sold by Amazon, then if you have Prime and a subscription, you can save up to twenty percent off the regular price. So, I, I think for a consumable, this is a really good idea. I mean, if you're ordering diapers anyway, and you don't have to go get them or baby food or whatever, it's going to be delivered right to your door with in the with the frequency which you need, and uh, you get a discount on it. So. Amazon, I guess, is okay offering you a discount because they know that you're committing to a certain volume. So it kind of makes sense. So this one, I like. Yeah, that's definitely a really, really great benefit. The sixth of seven benefits we have listed today are that you receive three months of free Audible membership with your Prime membership. So as a, pr- as a new Prime member, they're offering you three free months of audible now normally if you're a new audible subscriber you get one free month so in essence they're only giving you two free months right so you currently have to be not a prime member not an audible member to take advantage of this so you sign up for just the audible service which is the audiobooks you get one month free you sign up for prime they're giving you uh three months free which is really just two additional months free and all that really amounts to is is three audiobooks. So I don't. Um, I, this isn't that enticing. Like it's it's just a uh, for new members only. So it's not like it's an ongoing thing. So th- this wouldn't sway me. And I, I already have an Audible membership, so I can't be taking advantage of it. And last but not least, the seventh, not so commonly known benefit is Twitch Prime. So I'm not a gamer, but this Twitch Prime is kind of like a. A video streaming service for video games, and I think it's people, you know, demonstrating video games, talking about video games, or you can watch people play video games. And it's, uh, I've heard people talk about it. This could be if you're into gaming. I, I, from the way I've heard people talk about Twitch, this could be a very enticing feature. So I have, I know nothing about gaming. I, I, I'm terrible at gaming. <laughs> And I, I'll never be interested in it, but this could be, uh, this apparent, this, the way people talk about Twitch, it sounds like it's, it's like the Netflix of this video game streaming service. So it's, it sounds like it's, it's a really good, I, I saved it to the end because I'm the least interested in the service, but this could be something that, you know, if somebody's on the fence about Prime, knowing Twitch is included that could be something that sways them. So that brings us to the end of just talking about the benefits. We're going to talk about the problems and also when having Prime might actually make sense. But before we do that, I I, I just wanted to note that I'm sure, Trevor, when you talk to your coworkers and your parents, you probably almost feel like you are on social media. There is that effect that we hear about all the time that when we're on social media can make us feel negatively about ourselves because we're just seeing the best snapshot moments of everyone else. And I feel like the same kind of phenomenon probably happens most of the time when you're talking to maybe other individuals who have prime, because I mean, unless you have to call Amazon because there's a problem with your account or something happened with something you ordered, you probably only hear about the positives of prime. And is that, is that true? Well, I would say Amazon is a company any interaction I've had with them has been incredibly positive. Like the Audible service, anytime I've had a problem, I call them up. You know, I've rarely ever have had a problem, but I've called them up. And when I'm done, 
and they've solved my problem and they solved it like in straight, you know, super easy. They solved it, no problem. They want to throw money at me for for the fact that I had to call them and they want to put like a, a credit on my account. I remember I called them once and there was a a book that was um they so audible this so when I was an audible member, they have these sales where uh, a book will go on sale for like I think it's a buck ninety nine and you you can buy just outside of your membership if you're a member, you get access to these deals and I remember the book I, that was on sale was a buck ninety nine but the one i th- there was a sa- the exact same title but by a different narrator and so I called them and I said, you know i, I this book's on sale today. I really want to get it, but I wanted to get it by this other narrator. So that's the person who reads the book. And but it's not on sale. That version's not on sale. And they said, "Oh, no problem. Just uh, put that book in your cart, pay for it, and we will put a credit on your account for the exact same amount as what that book cost you." And I said, "Well, I was willing to pay a buck ninety nine. So why don't you put, you know, that much less a dollar ninety nine in my credit my account?" And they go, oh, "No, no, no. We'll cover the cost completely." So, I, and I, other times I've I've called them and they just say, you know, we'll put a ten dollar credit on your account just, you know, for being a, you know, a long term customer. Like they're always throwing money at me, and anytime I've this is something anyone who's ever ordered something from Amazon, if you've ever had to return something, it is easier than returning. Like here's the return process. So, just say you ordered a pair of shoes from Amazon. They mail them to you. You try them on and. You don't like them. Maybe they don't fit. They're not as comfortable as you thought they would be. You go onto your phone. You say you want to return it. They email you a shipping label. You put the shoes back in the box that they came in. You tape it up. You you print off your shipping label that they emailed you. You put it on the box. It's postage paid. You take it to the post office. You push it across the counter. You don't even have to speak to the people at the post office. You just nod to them. Push the box across the counter. They nod back. You walk away. They credit your account. Like, Returning something to Amazon is, is the easiest, but here's the thing: it has to be something that was shipped from, like, for, it has to be a product that was fulfilled by Amazon, meaning it shipped from their warehouse. If you try to burn, return something that was fulfilled by a, a third party, like shipped from a third party, you might as well you, you'll need a lawyer or something to to return it because it, it's impossible. They will try to convince you to not return it in some. Like, it's terrible. But returning something to Amazon is so easy. I mean, it it is effortless. No. So my my experience with Amazon has been so positive. Like it it, it is a great experience. And I'm sure other people that you speak to, they speak as highly about Prime as as you do just about your Amazon experience. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So I want to move now on to talking about the problem with Prime. And today in the section today, we're most we're gonna we're gonna focusing actually entirely on just the the personal finance side of it. In the news, there has been more human right issues that have been discussed with Prime. But today we are kind of just instead focusing more solely on the kind of the transactional side of it that that we deal with um, just as consumers. So that being said, the first problem with Prime is that, and we mentioned it, the video service is not very good. And I, I think they could easily make this the reason people get prime right they 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 amazon has the resources to create their own streaming service that people would pay for independent of prime and that's what drives me crazy like they they have the 
I'm certain they could be a big player in the online streaming service business, but for whatever reason, they want to do a really bad job of it. And that, that to me is a, a, I just don't know why it's bad. No, I, I agree with you. And, and Amazon, I mean, Amazon might even be a bigger household name than, than Netflix. I mean, it's Netflix is a equally big household name, but, but Amazon is, is it's just, it's, it's, it's globally recognized. It's, it's Amazon. So I, I do agree with you in that sense. And they could definitely, I mean, I'm with you. That could be the swaying game for a lot of us. Um, and it goes back to kind of the example of Twitch. I mean, that doesn't really appeal to everyone, but we can all get behind video service because most of us do have one type of um, video streaming service as it is. So I, I agree with you. This could, it is a problem that could be so much better. Like Amazon, if you're going to do it, do it well. <laughs> yeah. The second problem with Prime is the music app is also not very great. Now, I have to admit, because I'm not a Prime member, I only looked at my mother's version of the app. And I've downloaded and looked at it myself, but I've seen her interaction with it. And it's just okay. It's not It's not fabulous. So I just, it. it's, it, again, it, Amazon has the resources to make this better. Now, them getting into the music business, I mean, I I just don't understand why they don't do it well. Like the the app is just it's just okay. It's not the greatest user experience. The third of five kind of main problems with Prime, and this one's a huge one, huge, is that it promotes consumerism. And this one, I mean, if if having Amazon takes away transaction friction, meaning the the they already have your credit card. There's the one-click buy button. I'm. It, it just having now the shipping is. I'm going to say it's not free. It's prepaid. The reason for you not to buy something is completely evaporated. I mean, the, so this, it, if it promotes buying things just because it was super easy, like buying things should be with intention. It it should be something that is. I'm not going to say hard to do, but you have to be deliberate about buying something. It can't be this, you can buy it from your computer, you can buy it from your iPad, you can buy it from your phone, you can buy it from your work computer, you can buy it from your home computer, you can buy it from your friend's computer. Like you can log into your Amazon account anywhere, you can buy something, you could be camping in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and order a lighter because you can't start a fire. I mean, it's not coming for two days, but you, you, you could, it, it's just, I, I think... In the wrong hands, Amazon is a dangerous thing. Amazon Prime, in the wrong hands, in the hands of a weak person who could easily fall victim to consumerism, Amazon Prime is going to make your life worse. Oh, definitely. And we've talked about in the past how consumerism, visiting a mall, is kind of a, a form of, of like retail therapy. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. So now... Not only do you not have to go to a mall, we've rem- they've removed the barriers. You are just, it's in your hand because everyone has a smartphone. Most people have a credit card. It, it, that, that ability is now right in the palm of your hands wherever you are, like Trevor said. So I agree with you. It's, it can definitely be a dangerous place. 
The fourth and fifth, Trevor did make mention of these while we were talking about promotes consumerism, but the number, the, so the fourth problem with Prime is that you've pre, you've prepaid your shipping costs and also slip in the the number five and the fifth problem with Prime as well is reduced transaction friction. So just if you've got Prime just for the shipping, Amazon says free shipping. When you place your order and you have Prime and you get to the end and you've placed your order and you're just about to hit, you know, the final button, it says free shipping. It's not free shipping. You prepaid your shipping. It is prepaid. They're trying to enhance your lasting memory of this buying experience on Amazon. So it looks like they did something for you. That There's nothing free about it. You have prepaid this cost, $79. Especially if you're not consuming their bad video service, and especially if you're not listening to their music service, if you're not using any of their features, you 100% prepaid your shipping costs. So it's not free, but they're, they're, they're marketing it that way. They're making it look like that. And, and the reduced transaction friction, I want friction in everything I buy. I want it to be hard. I want, when I spend money, I want it to not be easy. You know, this, anything that, that, any transaction you do, it should be challenging in that you you have to think about it. You have to be deliberate. It can't be this thing that just happens in the background. So I, I want to circle back to the shipping costs being prepaid. One could argue, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but you could argue that if you order, pretend you order two books in a month instead of one, I mean, and, just, and you order them separately, one at the beginning of the month, one at the end. If you didn't have Prime, you'd be paying shipping costs on both of those. So, But does that circle back again to what we are saying earlier? You might feel pressure to want to at least order one thing a month. Yeah, you feel you... I'm guessing everyone has Prime. You want to make sure the house didn't win. You're going to buy enough stuff to make sure you you have covered your shipping costs twofold right you're gonna you're going to make sure amazon did not you know hose you on the shipping cost like if you paid 79 dollars okay if if just say on average it's five bucks every time you order something for you'd pay shipping on it like that that, if you order one thing a month that's that's only 25 dollars. so you got to order a lot of stuff to cover your 79 dollars right right actually 25 i i I did bad math there, but you, you would have to order a lot of things to cover the $79, even if the shipping cost was five bucks. But I just, I just think you will, you know, at a subconscious level, you will want to, you'll want to make sure Amazon didn't, you know, you got your money's worth out of your prime membership. And really by, by buying more, Amazon's actually getting more out of their you having a prime membership than you getting a value out oh, of it. Oh yeah, definitely. And and with the reduced transaction friction, I mean, obviously you might be an anomaly, Trevor, because you you enjoy having that friction there because it gives you that time to think and reflect. But for a lot of people, the apparently I think maybe the way a lot of individuals perceive it is that it's it's getting in the way they have to it's like it feels a little uncomfortable because you face a shipping cost when you don't have prime so that really is kind of getting in the way of, of, of completing that transaction so I mean Amazon and their and, and a lot of individual individuals mind is doing them a favor by by making it less com- uncomfortable to, to to complete that transaction 
well, a little spoiler alert, I'm probably going to get a prime <laughs> membership <laughs> in saying all this because I, I just think there's, there's an, okay, when we get into the last section, what, when does prime make sense? You're, I, I'm going to, little spoiler alert, I think I'm going to get one and I'll enlighten why. <laughs> On that note, there are four reasons, four scenarios, four times when make, when having prime actually makes sense. So I'm curious to hear which one is, is convincing you. But number one, the first reason why prime makes sense is if you order consumable products. So th- I have found a lot of consumables that I, I could order. So the consumables are things that you, you consume on a, a weekly or a monthly basis. So there's um, some uh, things that I consume that, that I'm going to order off Prime that, that are not, that they're, uh, I'm going to say there's some food and there's some uh, household supplies that I'm going to order off Amazon. Price makes sense. And it's the best price I can find. So if I get Prime, that's going to be the primary reason is the consumables. No, and and that, have you, so in general, have you kind of price compared you're saying? And and, and is that going to make you order those consumables more often, do you think? Like, have you, where's that conversation coming in? I don't think I'll order them more often, but I will order them in the quantities that make sense for me. I'm not going to have to buy things in bulk because I do have, if I do get prime, I'll order them as I need it. So I'm not going to be stockpiling things, but uh, I, I don't think it'll alter. Like I'm not going to order more than I can consume within a reasonable period of time. And, and to your point, I'm kind of, I'm being convinced of Prime myself through this conversation, but Prime makes a little bit more sense in that regards in comparison to Costco where you do get, whether it's perceived or real, discounts on consumable products. But with Amazon, like you said, you got to choose the Kiwanis, which is a little more appealing if you don't have the storage or the space or the, the capacity to consume that many consumable products. A little trick with Amazon is you can set Amazon to rather than take you to the Amazon homepage, which is full of marketing and temptation, you can set Amazon so it's in your bookmarks and it will take you to your favorites or your wish list or whatever you want. And that stops you from shopping and it just takes you to the things that you you want to buy. That you do the like so you could put your consumables in your favorites on your in your Amazon account and make that your bookmark. So you won't go to the homepage and be tempted by all the things they're suggesting you might want. That's a great, it's a really great idea. So the second reason when Prime makes sense is that is when you're ordering products you can only get on Amazon. And this is becoming more and more commonplace. I mean, there's things that I've looked at that you, they only, I've only seen them on Amazon. Like I've never seen them in Walmart. I've never seen them in any retail establishment like bricks and mortar store. And I, I've never seen them in at any other online seller. So there's, there's a ton of things that are only like, for instance, you want to buy a book that's not current. It's, it's a, say it's a year or two years old. You can't find that in like chapters or Indigo. It's not in the bookstores and you can only get it, from my experiences, at, at Amazon. So that that's an example. Quite often with books is, and then some books, they go out of print, but you can still get the Kindle version, the e-reader version, and that's one where you you can only get it from them. So that that makes sense. And then 
there's there's products where uh, uh, electronic products, like I'll say Bluetooth earbuds. <laughs> I mean, there's certain brands they only sold on Amazon. Like there, there's there's more and more. There's things I've, I've only seen there. And and with that, they're also with what with what you said being said. There are there there is incredible selection on Amazon as well. And I know you're big on reviews as well, Trevor. But with with a uh, hundred million people at least being a part of that Amazon community, you're gonna have a plethora of uh, of reviews as well to go through. It's, it's kind of this all-in-one encompassing place to price compare, to item compare, to feature compare, and to review compare as well. So you're not jumping between uh, uh, kind of websites. You're just it's all in one place. I'm a huge fan of Amazon reviews. I mean, I, I look at those all the time and I've shared my philosophy on on how I use those reviews to my advantage, but oddly enough, I've never left a review. <laughs> that's actually, so it's funny you mentioned that's actually one of my, I'm not a New Year's resolution person at all, but I, I'm not even upholding this one, but I, I said to myself in the beginning of 2020, I was going to make it a goal to review everything I consume, whether it's a podcast, audiobook, or it's whether it's things I order. I'm actually failing miserably at it, so I'm not sure how well I'm upholding to that. But that's that is that's 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 my goal, and I it's definitely. But I, like you said, it's something that we uh, it's it's hard to uphold. And some of those reviews are so well written. I mean, they're they are polished writers some of those people and they're legit reviews like you see it's amazon verified it's not like somebody putting in a because they'll put the good the bad the ugly like they'll put in everything about a product and some of those reviews people put a lot of time and energy yeah like i it's it's a it's a it's like they uh they've kind of refined their skill set in that it's it's i agree with that so yeah leave leave reviews is i think (laughs) what i want to start doing more of but uh, let's move on to the third uh, reason when Prime makes sense. And that is if you're utilizing it with a large family. And this is kind of twofold. So I mentioned that you could get the Amazon subscription service, right? So you have Prime, you can subscribe to diapers or baby food or, or what, whatever consumable. And it'll just come on a regular frequency being delivered to your house. So this makes a lot of sense. If you have a large family and you go through a lot of toilet paper or certain kind of food and you just want that to, just a steady flow of that coming to your house so you don't run out it's a it's a mission critical whatever uh you the, this is a uh, i think if you have a large family this could make a lot of sense i'm gonna run on a tangent again when i ask this but amazon prime wasn't kind of an idea or a concept back when you had a young family but if if that was a thing, then we all know your philosophy on family grocery shopping trips. How, in theory, how would you have or not have utilized Amazon Prime? And do you th- how do you think it would have shaped the whole grocery shopping family bonding experience that you had with your family? I, I think I would have utilized it to some degree with with a large family in terms of the consumables. I, I think you know if if you found something that just nobody's beaten this price ever and the the risk with the 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 subscription service with Amazon is you'll set it and forget it and and the price will creep up and you won't really pay attention so it happens in the background i i probably i probably wouldn't have used it but i like the idea of it yeah no definitely and especially because 
I mean, I, in the dead of winter, negative 40 temperatures. No, that's an exaggeration. It feels like negative 40 temperatures, dragging your whole family out to the grocery store to pick up one thing. I, I can definitely see the appeal to this. Last but not least, on when does Prime make sense? We have the use of video and music services exclusively. So I'm guessing this is if these services are improved or is this point these services as is? Well, if you like bad <laughs> video, and this is a great I'll price. I live for that. $7.99 is a really good price for a streaming service. So if you didn't have Netflix, if you didn't have Apple TV, if you didn't have any of those other services, Crave, I, I don't know what they all are. If this was your only streaming service and you somehow seen value in it, then for $7.99, if you got it just for the streaming services and you had the, all the other added benefits with the free shipping and all the other things, this might make, you know, this could make sense. I mean, if, if that was your, just say there's a Amazon original. I, I think there's some sort of Jack Ryan series I've heard people talk about on, it's an Amazon original. And if, if you really like that and that was your only streaming service, not not one of many. This is your only streaming service. It's a it is a good price, and if if you could find stuff on there that could entertain you enough, and you didn't have Netflix or anything else, then this could make sense. No, definitely, I I do agree with that. And it it, it technically there is kind of cost saving measures to using one service and then kind of subscribing to a a, a plethora of others. So that brings to the end of our list on when Prime actually makes sense to have and also the end of our episode. So we went through and started the episode by talking about Prime's commonly known benefits. We talked about Prime's not so commonly known benefits, the problem with Prime, and again, we concluded with when having Prime actually makes sense. So that being said, Trevor, have you reached a verdict? You're leaning on the side of yes. Do you think you're still on the yes, I'm going to get prime side of things? I'm going to try the one month free trial for sure. And I'll, I'll go from there. So on that note, if, if you have positive, negative, or any experiences with prime, we'd love to hear your feedback as well. Uh, we were really excited to do this episode today. And we're excited to hear from you on this. So on that note, thank you so much for joining us this week for another episode of Simple Money Solutions Podcast. We can't wait to have you back here with us next week for a brand new show. Until then, keep it simple.